Hello. 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 Yes. Hello. Great. Hello. G'day. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Hola. Uh, what's the one that's like hello and goodbye? Ciao. Uh, oh, hi. Uh, oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, goodbye. Oh. <laughs> it's the aloha. It's aloha. Aloha. Welcome to Would You Like Franchise With That, the podcast where we watch movie franchises and then talk about them in your ears. Uh, we're here today. I'm Jack, here as always with my good friend Cal and new friend of the show, Campbell. Hello. Where's Cole? Cole went overseas again. Did he? Yeah, he went to India. Huh. Cole. Namaste. Very, <laughs> very non-committed. Is he finding himself? I think he might be. He's only over for a week though, so. You better find himself real quick. Yeah. Yes. He's always in the last. You're always in the last place you look. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, this week uh, the movies we watched were Callan's suggestions, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a a short franchise, a quick one-two. This week uh, we watched Magic Michael and Magic Michael XXL. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Queen. <laughs> Queen. Uh, yeah. Had you uh, had you seen Magic Mike before? I'd seen Magic Mike. I hadn't seen Magic Mike XXL. Mm. I hadn't seen either, and which surprised me. Right. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's something that a good gay should do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, first time. Wow. Yeah, my Virgin. first time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, very different films mm. to each other. Totally. Mm. Kind of disgustingly different. Yeah. So, the first one was like a Steven Sodenberg joint, mm. Mm. Uh, which that's that's what I tell people the reason that I watched it the first time is like, <laughs> look, I was just really interested to see what Steven Sodenberg is going to do with a male stripping movie, mm. which is what I told people. Yeah. And what did you think Steven Sodenberg did with a male stripping movie? Pretty much what he did. Yeah. It was a Steven Sodenberg movie with male stripping mm. in it. Um, I think I kind of liked it because it's kind of, it's about as much about stripping as Whiplash is about drumming. Mm-hmm. In that it's kind of just an interesting arena for it all to happen in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, it's not actually stripping itself isn't really that, isn't the driving force behind anything. It could yeah. be set in any number of mm-hmm. places. Which I was kind of obsessed with because I thought it was just going to be like can like male candy, butch, mm. oil and stuff. And it reminded me a lot of cabaret. Mm. In a way, um, mm. and burlesque, but mm. for men. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen either of those movies, but good. You can take my, <laughs> you can take my word for it. Like just the, the role of the MC and the stage and mm. all, all of those sort of conventions and the fact that it was fucking dark. Like yeah. I found it so mm. dark. Really dark and depressing. Would well, you want to give do a plot synopsis? Yeah, I'll do a plot synopsis. First one. Okay, so uh, it starts with Magic Mike, um, and it starts with him as a baby. In- <laughs> Cesarean. Yeah. I remember. Uh, and his parents are brutally killed 
by the Dark Lord Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> he grows up and he's adopted by these then two he goes guys. To Wayne Manor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his parents are dead and there's pearls and it's all really lavish. Yeah, and then uh, a, a big beard. <laughs> I've already buried, buried too many magic mics. <laughs> And a bearded man comes along and says, you're magic, Mike. <laughs> and he goes to Hogwarts and he learns, you know, how to use his wand. And hey, uh, boy, does <laughs> that his wand trips are just another level. Uh, and uh, Matthew McConaughey is in it. As a true detective? <laughs> I think he's a fake detective. Oh, uh, yeah. Although, yeah. So, okay. Uh what is the actual story of this? It's, it's got a pretty kind of like traditional, like hero's journey kind of like plot structure to it mm-hmm. in a way. Like, uh, welcome to this, this new world that you, it was almost like a fantasy kind of structure yeah. where it's like this, uh, Obi-Wan like character, Magic mm-hmm. Mike, taking you into this fantastical new world of male stripping. Uh, and they kind of discover the, the secrets of it. Uh, and then they discover that it all is not what it seems. And, uh, I didn't think about it like that, but you're absolutely right. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> except, That's what I took away from it. Yeah. yeah. Except and, that, except that. And there's the dark side of stripping and the light side of stripping. Yeah. Except that in. in and there's sabers. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why was there no like Star Wars? Strip themed stuff. Um, Fuck, they were close. If they make a third one, yeah. it will. Oh, excellent. Like those, mm. those product, the production value and the themes, mm. it was too much. It was. Too- <laughs> <laughs> um, I sort of hadn't thought about that, that it's that hero's journey sort of thing, except that in the, in Magic Mike, the hero, the, you're not meant to identify with, uh, with Magic the, Mike. Yeah. Or, you meant to identify Magic with the Mark kid. is the hero of the film, yeah. But the kid is the hero of that story. Like, yeah, well, it kind of is a bit of a. If you're looking flip. at it in that structure, so the the character that you identify with, the kind of like surrogate for the audience, Jack. What are you doing? Dropping notes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's too greased up. Uh, we are all naked, are wearing all, yeah. bottle. Well, obviously, obviously, yeah. we're all just like sliding up and down poles. Mm. Um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> you were going to say how this was a hero story. Yeah. yeah, sure. So there's the kind of the character that the audience identifies with is known as the kid who's mm. like this 19 year old, uh, who Magic Mike meets on like the construction site. Yeah. And who's just like coincidentally waiting outside for him. When yeah. He the club. Yeah. And is also coincidentally just fucking ripped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Magic Mike introduces him into the glamorous world of male stripping where, you know, you can make lots of money and meet women and be empowered. And mm. uh, and there's Dallas, who uh, is played by a true detective. And he uh, is kind of like the kingpin of this, like, small uh, squad of strippers. What do you call a group of strippers? A puddle? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. A muscle puddle. A muscle puddle of strippers. Yeah. Uh, and he kind of like reluctantly at first becomes involved. Uh, and then he's kind of seduced by this lifestyle. And then it kind of goes a bit dark and there's like substance abuse and, mm. and, uh, and magic Mike through like seeing the kid, uh, experience like the darker side of stripping realizes that that's not actually what he wants to do. And he wants to like, be morally superior and he, he ends up leaving the strippy land. Mm. 
basically the <laughs> premise. What was the club called? Extremo? Uh, uh, it was the... Extraordinary? The Kings of... The Kings of Tampa was the the troupe, but the, the club had a name, or the, yeah, the theatre had a name. Yeah. And they all had, all the strippers had nicknames like Tarzan. Yeah. I liked that little promo. Big Dick. Like things. Big Dick, yeah, the guy with the big dick. Big Dick Larry or something. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I loved, so with Matthew McConaughey, I loved his role as the MC. And I guess why I was saying, sort of referencing Cabaret and Burlesque and something I realised while watching this is I'm obsessed with this kind of genre of film, mm-hmm. like where they do have an MC that is this kind of sinister, devilish mm, mm. Um, master of ceremonies, but they're like a marionette yeah, worker yeah, yeah. kind of thing. And I hated him at the start. Like, he was such a sleaze. Mm. And don't get me started with what he wore. Um, <laughs> that leather vest. <laughs> Just it's too hot, much. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's it's completely attractive. No, but, like, by the end, I was, yeah, I thought his character was actually really... Mm. severe and kind of amazing. Yeah. They kind of all were. Mm. So, like, I I didn't even know, I didn't even really um, realise that this was a Steven Soderbergh movie before I saw it. And I knew that it had been received quite well when it came out. Yeah. But I kind of thought, in my head, it was just not... Like, this movie called Magic Mike comes out which where Channing Tatum plays a stripper. So, everyone in the media, everyone's heads goes, well, this is going to be a campy piece mm. of trash yeah and then when it's, it's okay any, any level above that is going to be good yeah so i just kind of assume that's why it was well received but it's actually genuinely really good yeah so it's interesting though because that's that's when i first watched it that's that was my take on it mm. as well it was like i was expecting trash and it ended up being like like you said it's like whiplash or something yeah. like there, there's a human story with characters mm. and people changing and and all of that stuff yeah and then I watched the second one, which is kind of the complete opposite of yeah. that. Uh, and I rewatched the first one again for, for this recording. Yeah. And on rewatching the first one, I was really kind of like found the moral judgment that it put on that whole world, like a little bit, um, righteous, I guess. Oh, really? Uh, so I, and I actually kind of like, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but mm. I kind of preferred the second one. Because it was just so positive really? and fun. And the first one was so just like, you know, these guys are kind of bad people and like mm-hmm. what they're doing is wrong and this is not the way that you live your life. And he's like a stripper with a heart of gold, Magic Mike. He is, yeah. And he kind of, uh, the only way that he can win the girl in the end or kind of redeem himself is by leaving that world. And the second one, obviously, they need to get him back in there. Mm to strip so they kind of just like take away all of that um moral judgment i guess and it's and it's just about having fun and that like the way that they treat drug use and the way that they treat oh my God, everything yeah. in in the second one is so much more lighthearted. like there's no stakes in the second one and the yeah. first one is all kind of just yeah this kind of like uh descent into the seedy yeah. underbelly of like the tampa strip scene yeah so- i don't know i think it's more um I got the first one was not about necessarily passing moral judgments on the characters. It's more, uh, and it's more sort of, uh, or, or stripping itself. Or yeah. like, it's just that the, the world of stripping and the people who are in control of it, like Matthew McConaughey's character and stuff, they really facilitate 
the bad decisions that the characters make, yeah. Yeah. like particularly the kid and um, the uh, the DJ, whose name I can't remember. I don't know. He's played by Fluffy. Yeah, that guy um, who always has his sunglasses on his chin like a beard. Yeah. Uh, Do you think he realizes that? <laughs> no, he's lost them. He lost them two weeks ago. Just, he has, I can't find my sunglasses. He's been guys. asking about them for ages, and <laughs> no one has the guts no to, one tell wants him. to tell him. He doesn't want to not wear sunglasses. They he has a really small funny. nose, and they always fall down. <laughs> it's a big greasy head. Mm. I um, it's funny because I don't think I've w- uh, like watched a sequel like this or the two films where it feels like. Rather than a sequel, it's like, what would you do if you went in this direction? Yeah. And mm. what would you do if you went in this direction? It's- like, that was, for me, the interesting thing about these two films. Yeah. Because you're right. The first one is dark and shocking, especially the mm. way they promoted it. Like, it did. Yeah. We were all going to, like, sort of have a fap. Yeah. Sure. But then you go and it's completely not what you expect. Yeah. 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 Then the second one, they promo the same way and it's exactly, exactly. what you expect. I, I wonder yeah. if it's like that there was like a backlash against that. Cause I feel like they promoted magic Mike one as like, you would expect to get magic Mike two. And then, you know, you got into the cinema and you were kind of, I guess, made to feel bad about enjoying mm. the like stripping part of it because like they, the, there were all these like men who were like throwing their lives away or, yeah. or, or it was a negative choice that they were making. Mm. Whereas the second one is kind of like, you know, we don't want any of that stuff. We just want to see like hot dudes. Oh my God. But like, and I don't know without jumping like to the second one yeah. too quickly, but it was a research group film. Oh, like, totally. Every mm. scene. Oh, every was demographic like, is yeah, yeah. Here's our demographic. <laughs> yeah, 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 here's yeah, yeah. our demographic and everyone gets a turn. It's total yeah. fan service and it's total pandering, but I kind and of appreciate it. was fucking awesome. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it for yeah. it. That's, that's what it was. Um, Can I just say, because one of my favorite things in the first one was watching that guy from True Blood, who's a werewolf, like stitching mm-hmm. the gold undies yeah. <laughs> on the machine. Yeah. Oh, there were there were some like amazing moments. Yeah, there were some cute little moments like that, like when Magic Mike is like uncrinkling all his dollar bills yeah, from like yeah, the night before. Yeah, like yeah. he's kind of like, what would life as a male stripper really be like? Mm, the practicalities of the it. practicalities of it. And I guess the, the second one was just much less interested in that, and it was more about the, um, I uh, yeah the the sensationalistic kind of. You know, it's just everyone's here to have a good time. Let's well, give it to them. You you kind of touched on it before, but I think there's two scenes that do like do that perfectly. Like if you had to boil it down, mm. the first was in the first film where they have that kind of traditional two cops come to a frat party, yep. yeah, or yeah, a sorority yeah, yeah, party, yeah, yeah. and you kind of I remember just thinking. Oh yeah, this is like super typical and it's nice that they're sort of, it's a nod yeah, to yeah, stripping yeah. in a way. Mm. But then it turns like so dark and yeah. so, it made me super uncomfortable. Mm, yeah. To flip that in the second one, yeah. you have when they do the MDMA and it's yeah. a riot yeah, yeah, and everyone yeah, has yeah, a great yeah. time. And it's really glorifying drug use. Totally. I mean, I mean they, they like get out of it by a van slowly chugging off the road into a bush and there's no real repercussions but yeah but i like i kind of i kind of appreciate this okay so is the second one a better movie than the first one i don't know we're totally jumping the gun here but that's i don't think that's what the question really is it's kind of like what is the contract that i've gone into this movie with Mm. and I, i find it really frustrating when a movie kind of sets it up 
itself up to be one thing and then kind of does this misdirection and is almost kind of like, hey, girls, come in here. Come in here and watch a nice film about men taking off their clothes. Mm. But actually, this is like a really bleak morality tale about how, you know, their lives are really superficial and that they don't actually have any meaningful like mm. happiness at all mm. and the only way for them to progress is to leave that scene and drugs are bad. It's kind but of... that's... Mm. I don't know. Like, I... So, I think... Especially, and especially in cinema though, like you can watch a trailer and just know what the film's going to be. Yeah. And I kind of, I personally love it when a film does that, mm-hmm. where it does mis- misdirect me like that. Because, yeah. um, I don't know, different films have toyed with it. Mm. Bridesmaids, when they released their trailer, all of the, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, but most of it in the trailer was scenes that weren't actually in the film. Okay. Um, mm. So when you go, you're pleasantly surprised that nothing's been ruined. And yeah. It's a little bit different, but I don't mind it. Like, yeah. I think it was almost a stroke of genius. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know anything about it. I knew it was the stripping movie that Channing Tatum was in. Mm. Yeah, um, I thought um, it was... Uh, I hadn't seen a trailer and I didn't know anything about it. I don't really watch movie trailers. I try and avoid watching movie trailers altogether. Yeah. yeah. So I went into it. I hadn't, it hadn't been marketed to me at any start. I'm not the demographic. And I loved the first one. And I thought, I thought it was going to be about Magic Mike, Channing Tatum, like rising in the world of stripping. Yeah. And to be su- <laughs> as surprised by it, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> but, and to be as surprised by it as I was. Yeah. And I was completely captivated by yeah, the whole yeah. thing. I thought it was fantastic. And then to go into the sequel, like the sequel's just a shitty movie. Like dif- differences between the first one and the second one aside. Yeah. It's just the second one, it just sucks. And it's not, there's not, and it makes, it's, I have the same issue with Ocean's 12. Yeah. That the, the second one. Yeah. Makes the first one worse in retrospect. It's Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I had the exact same reaction that you had to the first one the first time I yeah. saw it, which was like, you know, when it first came out on DVD or whatever. Mm. Um, you know, my girlfriend wanted to see it <laughs> and <laughs> we no, watched it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, this is like, this is an indie film. This is a Steven Soderbergh mm. film. I like this director. Yeah. And then after watching the second one, mm. I was kind of like, this, this is, this is filling a need. This is... This is fan service, but, like, I kind of don't think that there's anything wrong with that. So, this is what I think when I watched both of them. First one feels like a stroke of genius in the sense that it's like, girlfriends are going to bring their boyfriends. Let's change up the expectation and have the boyfriends walk out being like, that was actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of does cover both bases. But then I wonder, and I'm going to be super generalistic here and kind of horrible, but... um. I wonder if then the studio execs were like, well, that was all good and fun, but mm. actually let's- girlfriends weren't taking their boyfriends. They were taking their gay friends. Yeah, yeah. So let's fucking play to that. Let's do yeah. it. And we have, what is it? Mad Mary's? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, so good. So I, I feel like the first one was Steven Sodenberg making the kind of like male stripping movie that he wanted to make. And the second one was the studio making the kind of male stripping movie that the audience wanted to see. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. It just kind of like it didn't need to be Magic Mike XXL. It, but it had all the characters back. Yeah, but they weren't. 
They weren't characters. In they the weren't first characters one. in the first one. In the one. first one, they were not, they were just yeah, like guys. They were just point. the strippers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, they hoist these characteristics yeah. on them. It's like they all represent a different demographic. Yeah. And then yeah. they get to like pander to that demographic. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, it's, and that's it's the genius of it. So it maybe is. I'm agreeing with you here because I think like the genius behind the second film yeah. is the fact that they're like. We know what you want. Yeah. You know what you want. Let's just give it Let's to you. Let's just spend two hours. Oh, but it makes it's me so sad. That. It makes me so because Why? I was so happy. Why can't we have what we want? Well, you can, but just if it's just going to be, if it's going to be like abs and pecs on screen, which yeah. is fine. Here, like, here. I don't want it to be lumped <laughs> in the in the fa- same family as the first one. Okay. I don't think the first one deserves that at the end. Like, to- have have mm. it such high quality so, first yeah, one. And it's just- it's interesting that you yeah I, I understand exactly what yeah. you're saying and it's exactly the same thing that happened to the Rocky series and it mm. happened to the Rambo series mm. is that each of those first two movies were actually quite intelligent movies with a semi independent sensibility and then they kind of just pandered to like what the genre of that movie like wanted it to be yeah, and so this kind of because the first one was fucking amazing mm. like it's yeah it's this film but this is what i okay so this is what magic mike was to me mm. it was the pleasant surprise that mean girls gave you and bring it on gave you yeah mm. they're these films that a coated in yeah. sort of a genre or a convention that you're completely accepting, sure. and yeah. then all of a sudden they're smarter than it, they're yeah. more intelligent than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I think that's what was great about the first one. It's interesting the structure of like Magic Mike. It's kind of got a little bit of that like um, sports movie uh, vibe to it. Like the first one, the second one more so, but mm. the first one a little bit in that it's. There's kind of a structure in place and then they kind of like, there's a bunch of movies that have injected personality into a, a genre that already, like The Wrestler or something mm. like that is kind of like a really, you go to it expecting to see a sports movie or a, but then it injects like these characters into it that make it much more than you were yeah. expecting to be. Um, and I'm just like imagining like what the sequel to that, like, mm. have you ever seen a sequel to a sports movie where, mm it doesn't just, like, lose all its kind of personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were talking, you were talking about this, what was it? The Mighty Ducks, we talked about this. Yeah. How the first one, they're, like, underdogs and they have to build up to win the championship. And yeah. And that's, like, their ultimate goal. Yeah. And then in the second one, or in any sequels after that, they have to be artificially knocked down a peg or two to go through the same journey. Mm. Is it wrong that the Mighty Ducks 2 is, I prefer it? Like, I think it's better. I think the my... Oh, uh, we've, yeah, we've had this conversation. Okay, but, so I, that's fine. but I think the but, my... Well, like, there's my hat in the ring and you guys can... Yeah. Like, like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all hated the Mighty Ducks too. Did we? I can't remember. I can't remember. Mighty Ducks 3 was where it was at though. <laughs> Wait, which one's the Olympic one? The second one. Okay, so yeah, that's my favorite. That's your one. That's your one. <laughs> no, Mighty Ducks 3. Yeah. Well, if you'd like to hear more about Mighty Ducks... Head back to like episode six. Yeah, something like that. June 2015, roughly. By the way, so the second, in the second Magic Mike, could they have come up with a better 
go than a convention. Well, that's this. Please, uh, uh, yeah. nothing like, happens in the second one. Like, Should we take a real quick break and then talk about the second let's one? Let's do that. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get really worked up about it. Okay, <laughs> let's just like you go and cool off. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe you know. Just have a, a whole oh, I'll, just, I'll just tear off my pants. Wait a minute. Pics on Facebook. We haven't talked about like the most important character in the first one. Mm. The teacup pig. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Tiny yeah. pig. And I love that. That was the fucking best thing ever. I love that that's how they show like he's hitting rock bottom. Like the kid who's the kind of like protagonist of the film gets to the point where he's hitting rock bottom. He's taking drugs. He's buying and selling drugs. And he's also sleeping with a woman who's fil- like feeding a teacup pig milk and you're kind of like <laughs> oh this is not a situation you should be getting into buddy and then this, he does and so i thought the way that was gonna end is like they we were gonna see pig. her on the on the bed and then the teacup pig would like crawl out of her <laughs> like a nod to like gerbil <laughs> and a bestial play and i was like yeah. oh, rock oh. Bottom. Huh, that's yeah. what it looks like mm. a pig crawling out of your puss rock bottom, rock bottom for her mm. yes yeah. But well, like, not for him. I don't know. Don't, top, the, what's the opposite rock, of rock, rock top? Rock top for the pig. <laughs> rock top sounds like a good name for a stripper. Rock top rock for a male top. stripper. Rock, rock sure. top. Nice to meet you. My name's Rock Top. <laughs> I think that's like Rob Thomas's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Thomas in rock bottom. <laughs> Did you hear that he came to Australia recently and just got really, really racist? Really? Rob Thomas. Ooh. Yeah. He just, like, started making, like, like bad, like, Aboriginal jokes at a, like, live show. Ah. Rob. Yeah. Yeah. I read his Facebook apology. <laughs> Super boring. <laughs> <laughs> shut I'm up, like, Rob. Shut up, you racist. <laughs> Uh, so let's take a break and come back and talk about Magic Mike XXL. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so we also watched Magic Mike XXL, which is the completely unnecessary sequel. Uh, Jack. Here we go. It is. Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. <laughs> Sit down. Let me explain the world to you. Go on. Sit down. I'm sitting. Okay. Okay. Well, do you want to do sound effects? Sit, no, sit on my lap. <laughs> Talk about what it pops up. Sit on my lap. <laughs> <clears throat> I loved it because I didn't see it as a sequel. Yeah. Really? Like, for me. But that's kind of not but, up to you. Oh! oh. <laughs> wow! It's the sequel. The rules of this, how you're allowed to enjoy a movie. I like the fact that they fucked with the idea of a sequel, and they were like, "Okay, now that we've done that, yeah. like, let's do the really no, fluffy." We've made you feel bad about loving like strippers. Let's make you feel good about loving strippers. No, see, it's not. The first one isn't enough about strippers mm. to justify flipping it on its head in the second one. The first one isn't about strippers. And that was its problem. <laughs> no, 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 that's what I made it so good. The first one isn't about strippers. The second one is only about strippers and it's shit. I, okay. The first one has strippers in it. Yep. And that leads to a lot of other things. Yep. But the second one is so focused on strippers being strippers. Now, Jack, from, for a, a man who loves 
National Lampoon's Vacation so much, I'm surprised yeah. that you didn't enjoy Magic mm. Mike XXL because it's basically the same movie. Yes, I did make that note, but it's not funny. It is funny. It is funny. funny. Oh, I don't think it was funny. I don't think I the first one was funny. I don't think it's funny. I think it's a good fucking time. Here's the context you watch this film in. Mm. So the other one, the first one, you watch and it, it's a solitary, lonely experience. Yeah. The second one is gals with a bottle of wine, which I brought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like with their fucking sashes and crowns yeah. and like... This is how you do it. It's your flash. It's that plastic flashing cocktail glass with some cheap premix in it. This is that film. And I think that is 100% okay. I wanted to be woohooing at the table. So, okay. I'm going to phrase it another way if I haven't got my point across. The first one was like, if you were in that venue, you're sitting like right at the back near the bar, having a drink by yourself and it's a bit lonely this one was i am front row i'm throwing dollar bills onto a pool of grease that these men have left like that's what this one was and it's totally a thing that it was yeah this this one is more of a simulation of actually going to one of those shows like in the first movie uh they had like basically a montage where they kind of like had these small snippets of everyone's, like, set, like, the mm. different things that they do. In this movie, they would show the entirety the of thing. each So, it's of more like sets. a musical. Yeah, mm. exactly. But it's- I just, like, I don't I don't buy going from the first one. Like, I've, so, I've been introduced to these characters in the first... It's not the actual film that I... I mean, okay. I have a lot of problems with the film. I think it's a shitty film. Okay. And obviously, obviously, I'm not the target audience. Yeah. Which is which is fine. And I that- am. And the fact, like, the fact that it, if it, if it existed by itself, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But so much effort was put into the first one to establish, like, some really interesting characters. Yeah. Mike makes some really interesting decisions in the first one. Yeah. That are immediately thrown away as soon as the second one starts. But- He's like, I'm going to make all these changes to my, to quite a big part of my life. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to completely turn my life around. And then in one second, when then the second one starts, I'm just going to go on a road trip with my friends and strip and keep doing drugs. But, like, why can't Mike have a good time? Like... He can, but it just, like, the whole point of the first one is that Mike doesn't want to be a stripper anymore. But maybe he just does. you're you're forgetting that incredible scene in the workshop where... What what song comes on? Jenny Wayne Pony! It's Pony! Oh, yeah. Should we do the three minutes? <laughs> that scene was was the first time the smile like mm. shot across my face. Yeah, and that's where my journey began. Uh, I got it. I thought no, see, really the, an in- Magic Mike XXL. If it was an interesting movie, it would be Mike coming up up against some sort of obstacle. Uh, and this wait 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 so, so your the, version my of the version sequel ma- okay if you want, this is okay, okay, okay magic okay, mike okay. didn't need a sequel right if they have to, and i understand why magic mike xxl exists uh-huh. right i understand to that, make to make millions to of make women ha- happy yeah and boys and boys yeah but i, I watched i watched, watched it with out. a woman yeah an actual real life woman so who, who hated it <laughs> Who hated it? Who thought it was like really? Because I, yeah. I, this is interesting. Because I watched it with 
uh, lady friend as well. Mm. And it was so much more fun watching it with someone who was just like getting really into it and yeah. just kind of like getting into it with someone else. Yeah. It was really fun. It was just like, woo. I watched yeah. it with a vanilla scented candle, <laughs> a bottle of wine, and just slice of pizza. And a teacup pig. And I, yeah, crawling out of me. And I had a blast. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't enjoy it so at all. So I'm fascinated by the way. Your sequel. So you've, sequel. Got, okay. you've got the first one. Okay. So my Deep Blue sequel for Magic Mike yeah. right, yeah. is that Mike uh, comes up against some sort of obstacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are there that, vampires involved? There's probably vampires. And then he and he and the chow the chow conflict that he faces yeah. is to go back okay. to stripping to a last sure. Sure. behind okay. because he doesn't want to do that because yeah. and, and maybe and, and yeah. maybe he discovers that stripping's not that bad, or maybe he confirms that he didn't want to do it. But okay. he just goes. He just decides to go for no reason. No, there's not no reason. He there's actually no likes reason. doing no, there it. Is. There's there is no a reason. No, there he is. Doing wait, it. wait a minute, wait a minute. He They're doesn't just... like doing it. No, no, no. I spent two hours watching a movie where he didn't like doing but it. But maybe he realised in the interim that he actually does so like first doing of all, it. Show me that. You're totally wrong because halfway through the film he says... He's broken up with what's her face yeah, from yeah. the first one. Yeah. That sort of dry thing <laughs> from the first thing. Um, and his furniture business isn't going well. And it's a nostalgia, a hit of nostalgia. Like those are three perfectly amazing and reasons. Nice. And it's also, it's just like, it's one last trip. Like, like it's, it's, it's not like, it. it's not even, you know, I'm going to go back and rejoin the world of being a male stripper forever. It's kind of like, I miss this world. I want to go on a road trip with my buddies and we're going to do it this like one last time. And we're going to like have a series of like fun little scenes together. <laughs> like that's what it is. <laughs> And it's great. We're going to take yeah, okay, a Froyo right. van. We're taking a Froyo van to okay, a convention. All right, all right, so even if, okay, even if I accept that, if that's the case, I don't even find the little scenes fun. I like, okay, the da- yeah, dancing, great. I don't like music. What, what about the scene uh, at the gas station? <gasps> oh my God, it was perfect. Yeah. That was great. I was so ready to be cynical about that scene. Yeah. And... When he's when he asks how much is the Doritos can of you, water, can I you just set it up the, the scene. Okay, so they're having like an MDMA rage discussion outside of the petrol station, yeah. mm. and one of them's like, "Well, this- after, after in the first one, the kid nearly dies from taking too much. He doesn't drugs. die. No, he nearly is, dies. This is the that's what I mean about those two drug scenes. If like, he if this he'd is been vomiting, lying on his back, he would have choked and died. Yeah, well, maybe." Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, so in the second one where they're completely glorifying MDMA use and they give it to someone driving their truck. Yeah, but he crashes the car. There is consequences. <laughs> they, oh, yeah, yeah, the band-aid on his forehead at the end of the movie. <laughs> Get fucked. So he, he goes... Oh. The... Um, they challenge him to go and make the like the saddest clown in the world smile, who is this, ser- <laughs> this servo woman. Yeah. So he like stumbles in high as fuck. Starts doing a little bit of like gyration, mm. starts like ripping Doritos open and throwing water over himself, and she is just giving him zero, yeah, like blank, all the shade. Yeah. Then he like meanders up. By the way, the best thing about this scene is the fact that all of the boys are outside, yeah, cheering, yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many. So this film, by the way, is so camp. Like camp in overdrive sense. Yeah. And 
that's maybe something that I really loved about it. I liked it too. It's it's crazy. It's fun. But then, yeah, he like makes some sly comment about like how much is the damage I've done to your thing, and she like chuckles, and I chuckled like the fat girl behind the <laughs> register. Like I was that girl. We're all the fat girl behind we, the we register. Were. <laughs> we were all. God, this film is a masterpiece, and I don't know <laughs> where your problem is. You guys see yourself the fat girl. <laughs> I see myself as Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> and you finally got to the point in your life where you can start your furniture business and you don't want to go back to stripping. <laughs> and we just want and boys to dance yeah. for us at the convenience store. I stuff. want a boy in my lap. By the, oh, I, so there's so much more packed into this film, by the way. Mm. The next scene or the next place, Rome. Can we just yep. talk about her as an MC for a second? So this is Will Smith's wife. Yeah. Should Jada. we set up the premise of the whole movie a little Actually, bit more? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So basically... There is there reason one. There is yeah, a, there literally like, is one. We can, we can do it really quickly. Yeah, we can do it really quickly. Uh, it picks up where Magic Mike 1 left off. No, it doesn't. It's three <laughs> years later. It's okay, we're gonna, and the entire world is completely different. Just shut up. We're going to correct you the whole way through. <laughs> okay, so it it picks up where Magic Mike left off three years later. Uh, Magic Mike has his uh, furniture store. He's struggling a little bit. Uh, the girlfriend from the first movie has left him. Uh he kind of gets dragged back into the world where they invite him to some party. No, no, he doesn't get dragged back anywhere. Shut up. And <laughs> he just goes. Okay, he goes to a party yeah. and he's a little bit like begrudging at first. They, oh, throw so him they, in. Do, they do tell him it's awake. Yeah, they just, yeah he they gets dragged back in. He gets dragged back to a, a hotel. Yeah, so he thinks he's going to awake. It ends up being this party. Uh, Which he, he totally lets slide. He's yeah. like, lol. Yeah, good one, guys. Someone died. Uh, they tell him that Dallas and the kid from the first movie uh, have like scrammed and like you know basically gone to China to do a new show. Which, China. by the way, like there's your fucking sequel. Yeah. If you were really yeah. like, yeah, that's the third one, Dallas that's, and the kid in yeah. China, and it's gonna be and that'll be bleak as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did you like dog milk? Yeah. Do you like European? Like anyway, so that's be like hostel. Yeah, like. absolutely. It's gonna be slave sex. Labor mm, yeah. and and really fucked up. I can imagine Dallas like opening up some weird like slave sex camp in China. Can we all just fingers cross on that? Because that would be if they did that as the third film. Mm, where just got I would buy dark. this another yeah sex <laughs> DVD. Um, sorry, you were saying about so, yeah. so you were trying to describe the non-existent plot of Magic Magic Mike. So Magic Mike goes to this party. Uh, that he thought was awake, finds out that Dallas and the kid have left. It's just like the other kind of like ancillary strippers from the first movie. And they're all going to go to this stripping convention. Uh, and Magic Mike doesn't really have anything else going on with his life. Uh, so he decides to go with them. And then there's basically a series of kind of little skit scenes. Uh, it's a road along, movie. It's a road movie yeah. along the way to getting to this stripper convention. Um, but can, and that's, a hundred percent what it's called. Yeah. It, it, they, they are going to a stripper's convention. They call It's there's, called the stripper convention. Yeah, there's yeah. no <laughs> fancy fucking name. There's no. nothing. And yeah. I love the puff in their voice when they're like, we've got to get to the convention. Mm. No one's ever been that excited about a convention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even if it's stripping. And I think like after uh, they take the MDMA, I think uh, the, the guy who crashes the car was going to be the host. 
He was going to be their MC. He's going to be their MC. Yeah. Filling he, in for Matthew McConaughey. He can't do it, so they need a new MC. Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, Channing Tatum, Magic Mike, knows someone who might be able to do it. And that's when they end up... At Rome's mansion. Yes. And by the way, like, we're talking about demographics. Mm. What what do they call them? Sugar? Chocolate? I mean, it's... It's essentially, like, a house <laughs> full of, like, African-Americans. Yeah, yeah. Strippers for black women. Exactly. Yeah. And... And I don't oh know. my god! It was the best scene in the entire film. It yeah. was a hundred percent sexy. The choreo, the choreography of the stripping—that's mm. where it peaked in both films, in my mind. Mm. And Rome, Will Smith's wife, just <laughs> destroyed it <laughs> as the MC. See, I find everything she does so cringy and awkward. Mm. Like I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't appreciate the camp value of it. But I was like. It just goes and just on you've so nailed long. it though. Like it is. It yeah. was a hundred percent playing into camp value. Mm. Like that kind of mm. like, hello queens, mm. you're all special. Yeah. By the way, we're all queens here tonight. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you want to be worshipped? Yeah. She um. Oh, well, I thought she was like incredible in it. Mm. Um. Oh fuck, Donald Glover. Yeah. Did mm. anyone else see that coming? No, I didn't know he was in this. No, he was amazing. Yeah. And, like, completely beautiful and serenading. And then he has this really nice scene where it's basically him just saying, you know, like, uh, he just, like, women just want people to pay attention to them and we do that for them and we're just, like, basically doing a public service. Like, yeah. They, yeah and, and, getting, point, and, and getting man. literally hundreds of dollars thrown at. Like, uh, but like I don't know. So every every time it, the second one, it's it seems to want to have some sort of, some sort of push about like female empowerment or because it's a movie for women but it's not but it doesn't ever actually say anything about it 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 doesn't doesn't have to ever all it needs to do is say it's okay for you to enjoy this which is exactly the opposite sentiment of the first movie which is like you shouldn't be enjoying this because these people are throwing their lives away what about at the end I'm going to jump forward a bit yeah at the end when they're at the surprise they make it to the stripper convention Mm. and they're uh, all doing each one of the magic marketing buddies each do their individual routine Yeah, which they've you know they've reinvented stripping and they're doing new routines. Yeah, this is the bring it on moment, by the way. Like this is where they've they've been doing the old routine for too long. They need to change it up. We saw the montage. So they they do these new routines, which to be honest, don't look that different from the old routines. Uh, But they're anyway, (laughs) anyway, anyway. Side point. (laughs) Anyway, I just say how doesn't. much I'm enjoying Cal being like, these strippers mean something yeah, to me. I'm so, so <laughs> like, surprised that you liked it. I thought it. I was going to be the one who's like, I the really thought I really got into this I movie. thought I was really thought so I was going to have an ally. Totally. You're the guy. I think it could have been like, you know, watching it with someone and just like both of us getting into it and just yeah. be like, I, I don't know. Like it was just like, it was a fun girls night basically. <laughs> <laughs> So, they, so they're at the stripper convention and the other few strippers do their acts and then Channing Tatum gets up to do his, right? Yeah. And all the way through the film, he's been not really pursuing, but he's had interactions with this girl. Oh, I love how passive the like pursuing is. It's just kind of like, well, I'll just, see you a, com- a couple of times. I'll yeah, say, hey, yeah. anyway, I'll see you around. Isn't she, is she a lesbian? Is that the thing uh, at the start? So that's why he's not like... No, I, is I that, don't think she's a lesbian. Doesn't, that, doesn't that she tells him when they're I at the beach? Know. I thought she was... Well, we don't know that he's broken up with his ex-love yeah, yeah. by then. So we're kind of a bit mm. iffy about it. I anyway. was like, don't be shit. Yeah. We kind of know because she left a note on his ice cream at the start. He goes to eat ice cream. He's like, don't eat all the ice cream. 
Because I've left you for a while. Oh, and he scrunches the note. Yeah. This film is way too clever. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> anyway, so he's been kind of... Masterpiece. <laughs> Sorry, what were you so, saying? So Steven Soderbergh <laughs> goes like an egg. Yeah. He's such a boring... Way to bring down the vibe. A boring white director... <laughs> So, so sorry so, when they got to the strippers so, convention yeah, so, yes. so this girl who he's sort of not really pursuing but interacting with the whole time yeah yeah who just happens to be like the edgy girl in a group of standard white girls who carries a camera yeah, everywhere why is she Ooh, haven't this, seen haven't seen that before why is she at the script stripper convention because she kind of has decided she's friends with magic mike oh she goes anyway again. anyway so she goes okay. to the stripper convention okay. and magic mike does his thing and she's in the audience yep and they're like, because it's a stripper thing. They yep. get people from the audience to come up. Uh-huh. And they get he gets her onto the stage yep. against her will. She doesn't want to go up on stage. Oh, she she, she comes around. She it's doesn't like that want, Bieber song. She doesn't want to at the you, start. Like, your eyes are saying no, but your mouth is saying yes. Or she, <laughs> oh, it's like blood <laughs> lines. And you get lines. Blood lines. Yeah, and she gets that. You know you want it, but you don't want it. <laughs> And she gets like he does his he's stripping, yeah, he's dancing <laughs> in his performance. But he like molests her. Yeah, well it, that's stripping. But that's what stripping is. Why is that okay in this movie? Because we've decided <sighs> that why do you just like just don't want to have a good time with I this? I do, I do. I if if She's there's a movie into it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Did you Holy see shit. how short her skirt was? She wanted it. It's just bullshit. The whole thing is bullshit, and it's fucking boring as well. <laughs> These adventures they go you on. Pulled the rape card to just. <laughs> oh, I'm just not gonna sit here. I'm not gonna sit here. She never. First of all, she never said no. <laughs> she did. She said no. <laughs> no. She <laughs> says no. I don't want to go on the stage and have you gyrate on me. I don't want that. So is it actually? She says no. <laughs> Look, I don't want to like come across as the guy who's like she says no, but she means yes. But that's what's happening. Like, God damn you! You have pushed us into the corner. Don't of the it. Well, we think it's okay. No, no, fuck that. This is a film. The problem no. is the movie thinks it's okay, but it is okay. <laughs> she has a great time. By the way, doesn't she have a great time? <laughs> Sometimes. Just because you're not having a great time doesn't mean you have to like put your uncomfortability on her. <laughs> Do you feel like you were her in the film? Feel free to edit this out. Yes, but no, this is all going in. In, in like in like the sixties, there was this whole thing where like guys found there's a thing, oh, there's, a thing that, there's a thing that when women get raped, sometimes they have an orgasm. That's an actual thing. Does that make it okay, Callum? Kev, why are you doing this to this movie? Because I, I hate it. It just, it just wants women to have a good time. Why do you have to turn it into rape? <laughs> I turned it into rape. Magic Mike no, turned it into rape. No, he didn't. He just showed her a good time. I think uh, you're projecting your uncomfortability onto the character. You see I'm her. Not. I agree. You are the photographer. And while you sit there, you're still saying no. I have... <laughs> that's it, have that's no... it. You don't want to dance you're with Megan having... Mike, but hey, I want hey, to hey, 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 gyrating hey. across your face. I, hey, I'm not going to sit here and pretend <laughs> that Channing Station is not... Channing Tatum is not a huge babe station and that my train is not pulling By in. By the way, I don't think he is. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I don't find him attractive. Yeah, I think he's smoking. No. I thought the kid was a babe. Mm. Massive loss in the second film when he wasn't in it. 
What about Big Dick Larry? <laughs> I'm more of a Tarzan guy myself. Oh yeah. my god, the dick pump. But yeah. sorry, that was the first film. But yeah. the dick pump. <laughs> it took me halfway through the scene to realize what was going on. Um, yeah. So great, but in the first one. No. Uh, I can't believe you just like had to like. This film isn't bleak enough. I need to project my own. Like, no, no, it's weird, not. That it's not bleak. Not that it's not bleak it. enough. It's just not good enough. It's boring. It it doesn't to me. I was bored and it went for so long and every scene is so long and all the cliches are so drawn out. Okay, so and for me, nothing this was a cocktail. Hey! This was a cocktail. Hold the tail. Um, with a curly straw. That's what this film is. Yeah. It is unapologetic yeah, yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. that. It's I, fine that it you don't like the fact is. that there isn't a K-hole scene no, 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 or not, like someone's OD'd with a pig in their ass. That's not my point. That's fine. We've already covered that shit in the first film. You know, I like dumb movies. I like the vacation movies. I like a lot of really dumb movies. Yeah, I understand. But this movie was just empty. No, it's not. No, it's so positive. It's so like, it's just like, hey, everyone come in here. We're all having a really good time. You guys like having a good time? We're going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and like, you know how like other movies, they're all like, hey, danger's around this corner. Well, there's no danger around this corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. Just rock hard abs. <laughs> it's just rock hard abs everywhere you go. Well, look, we're going to take some ecstasy. That's all right, though, because we're just like handsome boys. It's, it's fun. Mm. I feel like the moral that I've learned from like both films is that like, Sometimes beautiful people are have better problems. than other people. <laughs> no, it's just like we're beautiful and sometimes we're sad too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that was the one thing where I was like, oh, go away. You, you know, the thing that I think epitomizes this whole movie is they go to this stripper convention, right? And then. God bless. And they, they fucking nail it, right? And they have their like, you know, pep up talk before they go out where they kind of have the, like the quack, 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 mm. like, you know, we're going to nail this. They go out, they do nail it. And then, like, do they win? We don't know. We it's don't know. No, it's not a competition. It's oh not, my God, like, I who, love who it. even gives a I, shit? It's just is, about us having a good time. But I love the fact there's no competition. No! They clearly say as well, they're like, nobody wins. Yeah. So just go out and have a good time. Callan, your most common criticism of movies that we talk about is that when there's no stakes. I know. So how am I so engaged? But don't you see this? How are you so engaged? But don't you see this as like, I think that's exercise in destroying conventions. Yeah. But it's not, but it's not. It's like, there's a lot of movies like this, a lot of empty, campy, dumb movies. Yes. It's not doing anything. Yeah. It's not making any statements about these sorts of movies, about this or about that. It's not doing anything. <laughs> it's just existing. I love how angry you I'm are. so annoyed. <laughs> but I can't... Why aren't we allowed to have a good time? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't understand why you don't want people to be happy. Because no. I feel like that's what's coming across. You're like, no, I you do. don't get I to do. En- you don't get to enjoy a good time. Yeah, because there's I no do. conflict. Because there's no like someone's hurting. No, no, no that's not it. that. I can have a good time at this film. Yeah, look, I just like enjoy- I think I think the difference is that I and and you're right. And I completely yeah. understand. No, you're, you're right in that generally my you're criticism. You're right about the rape. Anyway. Yeah. No. 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 No, no, no. no. no you're right in that generally my criticism of movies is that they like <clears throat> remove the stakes or mm. there's not enough at stake. <clears throat> they don't set this up as a movie that needs stakes. And I am they, invested they, enough in the characters that I don't need stakes. And they kind of set up what the story is from the start. Like it's, 
Okay. Yeah, so you're so yeah, yeah, it's this, just, is a, this is difference. You're looking at it. You're looking at each movie like as a discrete thing. Yeah, why not? I'm looking at them because it's the same characters. It's the it's a sequel. It's a continuation of a story. Can they evolve? Huh? Can they change? <laughs> oh my Are you God. saying that we all just need to stay like like it's just? Uh, he was so sad in the first one. I'm glad that now he's having a good but he was time. So, he was happy at the end of it. No, but was it? It, it didn't last. Yeah, he was so yeah, sad that's at the because start of this that, one. That was how that was a convenient right. way to start. Can right, we, right. Sorry, can anyway. we also Andy McDowell? Um, what? Can we talk about Andy McDowell? Can we talk about Nancy first? The Who's, Southern Mum. That's Andy McDowell. That's Andy McDowell. Oh, okay, about the same person. Person. <laughs> right, <hey. laughs> I want to talk about the same person. <laughs> so wait, so just in terms of like just plotting the map of demographics. Mm-hmm. So we've done the drag bar, which we barely talked about, and I want to revisit that. Let's do that. Okay, let's start there. Wait, how do they end up there? They just, they literally just decide. They just go the there. The whole film is they there. Just, they just like, go there. Fucking let's do this. Yeah, exactly. Cause they, they just go there and take all the attention. To be honest, it's else. the most authentic road trip film I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> you can't see this, but I'm just like <laughs> smugly nodding at Jack because he's getting fucking fuming. Like, where did you find this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Be on my side. No, Cole actually we didn't sh- go overseas. I just heard what he had to say about it. I was like, no, I need to get someone else in here as my opinions about this movie. I need someone to back me up. So they go to Mad Mary's, and we have a very fa- famous drag queen was playing the drag queen um, from RuPaul's Drag Race, and this was crazy. Like this scene is the most bizarre thing in the entire film. They like they go up, they do this voguing. It's insanely camp. Like it. I guess what I'm saying is, what you're saying ins- is the most unexpected part of this movie is when they get on a stage and dance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, after the first one, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is unexpected. Part. And it was the and first dance sequence. So I was yeah. like, "What? They still do this?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess what I'm saying is it's so transparent who they're targeting. Like, mm. here we are with a really famous sort of drag queen who has huge reach playing the MC. Yeah. Um, and then they all get up and do like the most famous form of like camp dance, which mm. is voguing. Yeah. Um, and, they're, and they're so comfortable. And then it like hard yeah. cuts to them having the, campfire with all of the people from that yeah club. yeah like it's so so yeah so the first movie there were no black people and then there were no gay people mm. and they've kind of completely like answered that they've done in- a lena dunham girl season two yeah exactly <laughs> That's exactly what they've done mm. it covers all bases and yeah. maybe that is and I, I wonder mm, how much they missed one pretty big demographic though the giant demographic <laughs> The angry, the people, <laughs> the angry man who just wants rape scenes in the movie. No, 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 Let's not go turning <laughs> your little fantasy around on me that she was Look, saying no, but she, she really Do you want to watch your reversible? I've got it on DVD. Yeah, of course you do. They missed the angry man demographic. I feel like this they is missed- like the nail in the coffin for your <laughs> argument. But no, I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I don't think of myself as like like hyper masculine or like, you know. There's no reason why I wouldn't I enjoy. <laughs> there's no reason why I wouldn't enjoy like a, like a camp silly movie about strippers if it had any substance. Or, this just has. I was looking for something to to grab onto. <laughs> 
the stitches. I saw a lot of things I could grab onto. <laughs> Uh, there were a lot more dollar bills in the second one, by the way. Yeah, yeah. They threw a lot a more money. Like every scene, it was just raining cash. Okay, so we've done. You did. We did gay club. Yep. Then we did the um, Rome's Mansion, mm-hmm. which was fucking awesome. Rome's Mansion, by the way, which is like a, a subscription service for yeah a Netflix. Big, yeah, well, Netflix, not Netflix, but net, like net strips. Net like, strips. You pay them. Yeah. Ladies pay a membership fee. Yeah. Well, and enough yeah. ladies pay a membership fee that they oh, can really? fill this mansion with like hundreds of women who, Being, where they get there and then they still throw like fistfuls of money. Yeah. It's called Bane Flex. Wouldn't, wouldn't yeah. you throw fistfuls of money at Donald Glover when he like serenades you with his raps? <laughs> I would throw more than money. <laughs> what, feces? <laughs> like a monkey? <laughs> a a teacup pig? <laughs> <laughs> that teacup pig. Did we ever find out that pig's name? Uh, piggy. Little, it's got a name. Little, little a piggy. Name. Mona. Or is that the lady, the girl? Or like name? julep or something. It would be something like a little chocolate. <laughs> like a little. A Ferrero. I would have called it Ferrero. Ferrero. Yeah. Um, so then they go to Nancy's house. Yes. Who is the mum of the love interest's friend? Yeah. Who yeah. are like, like what, 18-year-old girls or something? <clears throat> yeah, that was really uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. How young crazy. are they? Because Magic Mike it, is like 33 mm, by this point, yeah, right? I think she's 21, isn't she? Is she? Because she can, she's, no, one of, one of them might be 20 because she's not allowed to drink or something. Do uh-huh. they say that? I have a feeling. I don't know. Maybe I'm just- I just remember it being the biggest like, hello, boys, <laughs> yeah. moment. And the mums are there with the daughters and- uh, yeah, that scene disturbed me. She's great, by the way. Andy McDowell. Yeah. Yeah. And so Andy McDowell, uh, so basically what happens is, how, how do the magic mics end up there? The they same get, they as they like, like car breakdown they, or something? No, they get invited because um, one of them hooked up with one of the daughters or something. Oh, right. The, the guy who is like really into like meditation and- like, Ken. Can sorry, you? sorry. No, that's yeah. good that you yeah. know their names because yeah. I don't. I'm a big fan. What are all their names? Oh, fuck. Um, so there's Magic Mike. Yep. There's Ken. There's Tarzan. Yep. Who is so worse for wear in this film. Yeah. Big Dick Larry. Holy shit. <laughs> and we should talk about his convention performance because it was the saddest, saddest. <laughs> oh, fuck. What was he? He was the painter. He was the painter. It was just weird. It was a weird moment. Mm. And I think his deal is he was a... He's like a professional wrestler. And he looks like a professional wrestler. And he got the- Oh, he- Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I, had, I think I had a note that he looks like uh, Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's a professional wrestler and he- uh, he I think he retired professional wrestling because he fucked up his knee. But then he got the job in the first one so without he, telling them that he couldn't dance. Oh, and then they make a joke of it in the second one that he can't dance, yeah. right? But he ODs in the first one, yeah. Uh, is he yeah, the one who's- Yeah, he's the one who can't go out and that's why they need to put the kid out on the stage the first time. Yeah, that's right, because he has a drug overdose in the second one I, and they just pop Molly in a band. I wonder if they're like really- <laughs> and I'd have to watch the second one again, but I wonder if there's really subtle nods to the first one. Yeah, apparently Isn't there are. that like Easter eggs almost? No, I so I watched it with someone who had apparently seen it about six times, so- <laughs> 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 And then she was like telling me all the, <laughs> the backstory stuff and I was like, oh, okay, like, you like these films? Yeah. Which is cool. <laughs> which which I completely yeah. endorse that. Uh, so look, yeah, go for it. Mm. 
Power to you. Um, Andy McDowell. Yes. <clears throat> creepy MILF. Creepy Southern MILF with Again, a creepy Southern MILF We friends. are hitting a demographic that, like, the pattern continues. But is yeah. anyone not, far, like, is, are middle-aged women, mm-hmm. are they meant to identify with her? I feel like no one's not going to find this scene creepy. Why? Well, I think people, oh, I can totally identify as her, to be honest. Yeah. I am Nancy. Mm. Um, hence the wine in my hand. Uh-huh. Um, but there was a really, there was a really sad moment in that where the woman was like, I can't fuck with the lights on with my husband. And it's all. Yeah. Mm. It was a really bizarre. It kind of harks back to what we were saying. Like, okay. So we're trying really hard in this film to find a moral or anything. To find anything. Anything yeah. to latch so, onto. So, so people say stuff like that. I've latched onto a good time. But like, if we yeah. were going to take it further than a good time, mm. what is the message here? Mm. And it's this idea of men listening. Yes. Maybe. No, like you're right. Men, th- there's so much constant discussion throughout this film where they're like, nobody is stopping and listening to what they want. Yeah. And that's all we do, really. Mm. Is and that's why Donald Glover saying. doesn't actually strip. He just, like, sings these things. He raps, like, you know, th- these things that he knows women want to hear and it, like, is almost better because it's just, mm. like, giving them exactly what they want because no one else is. Mm. That sounds like you're agreeing. Well... Oh, there it is. I think, Don- I think Donald Glover's in it because, like... He was getting famous at the time, and they just wanted like I'm <laughs> such a cynic, Jack. I, Why can't we enjoy I just this? getting famous at the time? How many seasons of Community would he have under his belt? Getting famous as a rapper, rather. Sorry, as a musician. Yeah. Childish. Well, he was headlining. No, does he headline festivals, or is he just kind of no, like, not not quiet? He's up there. Uh, I can't see him as a rapper yet. But what I want to get to with this um, Andy McDowell yeah. thing is that there's this like. The, so the like the pain point for um, Big Dick Larry, whatever it is, his name oh, is, yeah. so in love with him, uh, is that he can't have sex with women because he's got like such a his large dick. His dick is too big. His dick is too big. And he needs and to find his Cinderella. Yeah, he needs to find this, the, <laughs> the, 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 golden the, slip, the golden slipper. Yeah, and he does. Slip his dick into and it. it's just like this thing where you're like feeling, uh, you feel really bad for this guy because his dick is too big. And then finally he finds. That's such yeah. a, such a crazy. <laughs> I know, right? And she's we feel, t- sorry, it's like, let's just really <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. embed this. We, we feel, feel really bad for this guy because his dick is too big. Thank you, thank you. I, it's just too big. Empathy. That is empathy, Cal. <laughs> you really have, I don't know what's happened to you over these two films, but like, you, you changed were fundamentally. Like, you were really, you feel it, for them. Yeah, Alvin um, and the Chipmunks, me man. Like, I, <laughs> I think you should get a tattoo of their like the door stamp on your wrist yeah. to show your support for the Magic Mike. Mm. Mm. What are they? Kings of Kings of Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, I'm gonna get a Kings of Tampa. K O T. K-O-T. K-O-T. The go next Clot. year. Kings of Leon. Coyote ugly. <laughs> Uh, Coyote Ugly was mm. a better film. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> I had Tyra Banks in it. Yeah. Uh, should we just quickly wrap up with the um, with the different uh, routines that they did at the stripper convention? Yeah. All right. 
What did you guys think of the um, the kind of Fifty Shades of Grey marriage uh, <gasps> thing? I thought it was so oh, weird. <laughs> I thought it was so weird. I it was great. <laughs> I have to agree with you. I think I hated it. I thought it was the most... Fu- I thought it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, it was it's like, weird. And this is kind of... Okay, so here is probably what my problem is with the second film. The way they tra- treat women and is like... Yeah. Yeah. 2D, vapid. <laughs> like, Literally what I've been saying the like, whole time. No, have... you were just saying that they rape everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think, and I have to check this, but I not, I don't care enough to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I assume that men have looked up on Google what yeah. women won and yeah. they've written us. And they watched that, <laughs> they watched that Bill Gibson movie. No, I think they did a lot of research. Yeah. Well, what women yeah, want was a fantastic is, film yeah. and I will not have a bad word set against Helen Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got the whole movie is like wants to have this statement about women and like men just need to listen to women. But then the, it, it's exactly. all completely just horseshit. Yeah, precisely. Because it's because it's about men. Exactly. And it's and it it's is about men being being wanted and everything going right for these men the whole way through. Every conflict they have is resolved in a no, second. But, no, but wait. Everything goes right for everyone in this movie. I don't think it's because yeah, they're men. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. I think it's just because they're like, this is not a movie about, like, having a bad time. This is a movie about having, having a good, good time. time. But, the tr- like, the thing is that what they're saying about women is kind of ridiculous. Or what they, th- like, they do try to boil it down to a slogan or a sentiment mm. or a moral. Mm, yeah. And th- it's really not working for them. Yeah. And I think the fucking... Cherry on the tiered cake yeah. is that stupid wedding strip, yeah. which is actually appalling and the most bizarre thing yeah. that I've ever seen. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, maybe I'm reading a little bit too much into this, but you already have. <laughs> You're deep. <laughs> I liked how it was kind of about how you can like the idea of getting married and having like you know really traditional kind of marriage. But at the same time, you also want someone to fuck you like like an an animal. animal. (laughs) And like, (laughs) and like, you know, having those conventional values doesn't necessarily mean that you're a boring person. And it was kind of just like saying, you know, I, I like your fantasy is someone who can do both for you. Like, that's what I took away from it. Maybe I didn't look into those enough. Like, did those mean anything? The, the different stripping segments, by the way, it was such an awful venue. (laughs) <laughs> like it's so weird this whole scene the is the most anticlimactic moment mm. like i'm upset we didn't see other groups of strippers like oh so we saw the little the- montage of like the guys who were dressed up like the matrix yeah. and wasn't like- the, yeah, wasn't- <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh god <laughs> wasn't the point that so all the others creepy. were just vanilla and boring yeah i guess so yeah yeah, anyway. yeah one thing i thought the um with the, the final stripping things, all the other ones, apart from Magic Mike, they all kind of had a bit of a theme. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that was their sort of point of difference. And then Magic Mike gets up and his theme is that they've built a big, uh, like, pitch or mirror frame. Yeah. And two guys, Magic Mike and another guy, do the same dance. Yeah. And mirror each other. It kind of just looks like the dancing Magic Mike does for the rest of the movie, like just popping and locking. Well, it's turning time. Like, it's all he can do. Yeah. It's does, pop and lock. He does it pretty well, though. Uh, I honestly, I think in terms of the choreography, mm. everything let me down in the first one. 
but I don't care because it really wasn't about that. Yeah. The second one they amped it up, like the the sort of second best or second place red ribbon goes to his workshop dance, which is like the fucking hottest thing ever. Yeah. And then the the best is in Rome's mansion. Like all everything in that was done so perfectly. The convention is the hardest letdown. Like mm, to be it's, sterile. It reminds me of like so you know like um Pimp My Ride. Ah, <laughs> uh, now you're talking my language. <laughs> Pimp My Ride. When you got a few seasons deep they started becoming really clear or they would latch on to like, okay, so here's how I imagine it plays out. Someone writes, uh, I have a shit car. Yeah. And then the box says like, what's something you what like? Do you like? Yeah. And yeah. someone says, I like art or I yeah. like yeah. soccer. Yo, no, we put easily in the back of your car. And you <laughs> there is a fucking episode where they do that. <laughs> I shit you not. They yeah. have an easel in the back of a car, yeah, like, they really grasp that's what it. the convention was to me. It was like sure. fucking episode, uh, season three or four of Pimp My Ride, right. where they were like, here's stripping about painting. Yeah. Here's one about fucking weddings. Yeah. yeah. But how good was, <laughs> was that bit where Shannon Tatum, <laughs> Tatum is like dancing and there's his like mirror dancer. Yeah. And then they like look at each other and make eye contact and the mirror dancer and Shannon Tatum like high five. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's so broy. I nearly like shat myself with laughter when that yeah. happened. That was hilarious. Mm. I really. Did you guys like the second one better than the first one? Uh, I enjoyed here's, it. Okay, more. here's what I think. I don't think you can compare them. Yeah. Like I really don't. And That's fair. I think the first one is I have it's so a better much, movie. Yeah, it's a better film. The the script's better. I personally love it because it plays into a genre that I already love, like mm. that that kind of musical dramedy kind of thing. Um, the the second one has nothing to do with the first yeah, film. Yeah. And as soon as you, I think that's your problem with it is that you have to. You are that. really. Mm. I would. <laughs> no, it's it's not. It's part of the problem. Yeah, but I also found the second one we, really be part really, of the solution, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Change. I also found the second one really boring and stupid. Okay. Oh, well, that's fair enough. Yeah. So anyway. Cool. <laughs> so we're going to have to rank them. So mm. we are going to have to make a decision. On okay. Yeah. But you fucking can't. How can you? Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play along. Yeah. Just the one you liked. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it just to annoy you, Jack. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I had more fun watching the second one. I actually had, I thought, I actually had a lot of fun. Yeah, I didn't it. enjoy watching the second, any, any of it. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't think of You're one. You're really digging your heels in on this. I am. I am. And usually, man, I, I'll take a dumb movie any, any day of the week, but this one was just too. Did you ever see the movie I feel Chef? like, what did you watch yes, first? I did. Though? did. Did you see the movie? This yeah. movie reminded me a lot of Chef. Because a lot of it takes place in a food truck. Yeah. But it's just this road movie where, like, nothing happens and everything works out fine instantly and conflicts are resolved, like, within a But scene. there was no interesting... Ca- I, I don't know. There was nothing... Yeah, there's nothing... There's no interesting characters in that or this movie. Well, I, I disagree because yeah. I... like Anyway, we could disagree. Ultimately, I felt like... I don't know. It was just goofy and it was fun yeah. and... It, like a lot of it probably had to do with just like watching it with someone and kind of just like drinking wine and yeah. having a good time. Yeah, which is how you watch this film. Exactly. Yeah. That's, like, that's how I, I would. Yeah, normally I'd be right up for it, but this one I just. Do you feel like it's 
because you've seen the first one. Yeah, because I really mm, feel like the first one has like yeah. marred yeah, your experience yeah, of the second one. So like, and that's I did this intentionally, like going back because I had mm. seen the first one and I decided I was going to watch the second one first because I didn't want the first one yeah. to like have any kind of yeah. impact on the second one. Imagine my XXL should have been the first movie, and then they get you with the second one. <laughs> And then he gets out. <laughs> that's, that's, what gets they, that's what that's they should have done. That's exactly what they should have done. I'm still, the third one, right? I'm still backing the like sex slave labor third. Yeah. One. I would be so with into the it. Kid that's, what I, that's what I. That I would be so into it. If the first one was just like nothing, funny strippers across and the then, country movie, and like nothing happens, and then the second one, they're like, bam, feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna rank it two one for me. Wow. One two. I'm appalled at you, Callan. We went to film school together. <laughs> Six lights and videotapes is an important movie. I'm going to have to say one, two. Yes, my man. I'm sorry. Look, where'd I you find this guy? Look, I totally appreciate it. And, and like, I have to only yeah. because the first one is, is better actually better. Better. One a better it's film. The first one is like a re- not even, it's a really good film. Yeah. It's a good, it's, a it's re- really it's good. Yeah, I don't look, know if we look, I, yeah, I, I, I Completely, I, I do agree with you guys in a so lot of ways. So I guess you're one two. No, like if you agree with us, you're yeah. one two. Yeah, he, he's, 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 he's what I'm saying. You got him on the ropes. Finish him off. How are we how, how are we ranking these movies? Are we reviewing them as like which was the better movie or which one? Do you so what's the question? Or? Is it the is it? Which, Cause, uh, cause if it's, I think it's if it's what's, week to week. Yeah. <laughs> if it's what's the better movie? Sure, one is a better movie. Yeah. What did thank I have? You, thank you. Thank <laughs> credit. What did thank I have you. a better time with? Like yeah. what did I have more fun watching? Mm. And it was, it was and the this, second one. This is a diff- these are difficult to rank because they're so they're different. so different. They're well, so. But I think that is the genius of. These films, like mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> do, you, do you agree with that? Jack? No, <laughs> I, I think it's fantastic yeah. that they go in two different directions, and it's great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck you. laughs> well, I was just going to say that we can we could argue back and forth about this for like hours, and we probably will after we turn the microphones off. But uh, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, have you got any loosely related recommendations? Uh, should we take a break? Let's take a break and come back with some loosely related recommendations, maybe. All right, so should we do some loosely related recommendations? That was so impressive. <laughs> We've been working Which on Which is it. probably why I liked Magic yeah. Mike 2. Yeah. <laughs> we've, like, we've been doing this for like six months, so yeah. we've got that down. And Cole never joins in. No, he never does. Mm. Weird. Cal, do you want to kick us off with a recommendation? Sure. Um, so, uh, my recommendation is a semi-independent video game that came out maybe uh, two or three weeks ago called Firewatch. Um, and it is one of these, uh, narrative driven games, uh, which is basically, you know, the, the tag has been given to them. They're called walk em ups, which is basically like you walk around and you discover a story. Mm. Um, and it is, uh, a really, really moving and interesting, uh, way of telling a story. Uh, and it, has 
affected me emotionally in a way that movies haven't ever been able to do because it it does this thing where it makes you really um, implicit in the decisions that the main character makes. And so you mm-hmm. feel invested and it makes you feel guilty uh, for yeah. things in a way that I don't think a movie ever could because you have made these decisions. Um, Did you recommend a game similar to this once before? I may have done. Mm. Yeah. There's something uh, that affected you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's was a, it Super Smash Bros. Yes, it was Super <laughs> Smash. Because I have a similar <laughs> response to that game. Yes, yeah. It makes you feel implicit in the violence that you're committing hurt, against. Zelda. I don't want to hurt Zelda, yeah, and I exactly. don't want to hurt Kirby, and yet here we are. Yeah. Um, so it's like there's no violence. It's it's just walking around and just talking to people, and it builds this really strong relationship between these two male, uh, these two main characters. Uh, one who is played by the Harry Crane from uh, Mad Men, yeah. uh, and the way that I'm going to relate it is that Magic Mike One wants to make you feel real guilty, and Firewatch also makes you want to feel real guilty. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're if you're into uh, narrative driven games, um, or you're not into games at all, like I think it's a really uh, it's one of these games that you don't need to really enjoy games to enjoy. It's more about like enjoying an interesting story. So it's available on PC and PlayStation. Cool. Uh, I sometimes cop flack for recommending other podcasts on this podcast. So you're going to just continue but to I'm gonna, I'm gonna down do that it. train? Yep. Um, yeah. And Cal, you're going to have to relate it for me. Uh, I have no relation. Oh, great. It. Okay. Actually, no, I do have a relation for it. I think. Yeah. Uh, so someone recommended me a podcast recently called Song Exploder, which I've been listening to. A oh lot. yeah. Have you listened to Song Exploder? Uh, I've heard of Song Exploder. So it's basically each episode goes for about fifteen minutes, um, and each one looks at uh, a song. Like a, they're usually reasonably well known, but some of them are a bit more obscure. Yeah. Um, and the artist basically breaks down the process of writing and recording the song and putting it together. And they'll play. You know, they'll talk about what Caddy Shop by Fifty Cent. Candy show. Well, my, the way I'm relating is Pony I really genuine. hope they do Pony yeah. sometime soon. They haven't got to it yet, but I think they will. But they break down, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, say, uh, you know, this is how we came up with the drums or whatever and play the drums yeah, individually yeah. and break it down. And it's really interesting and it's bite-sized snippets. So it's very easy to listen to. And it's called Song Exploder. How does it connect? Because they're probably going to do Pony by genuine. Oh, okay. Why wouldn't they? Mm. Seems, seems like a, a misstep that they haven't done it already. Yeah, to be honest. I tried to find the soundtrack of Magic Mike. <laughs> Is it just no, 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 no. It's times? not on Apple. Oh, it's uh. totally... Magic Mike 2 apparently is. Okay. Mm. You mean XXL, but that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Ooh>. My... <laughs> God, okay. So my suggestion or my recommendation... Um, probably a bottle of red wine and MDMA. Uh, <laughs> How are you going to relate that, Cam? I guess, um, what do I say about this stuff? It's it's something that you should explore and try yourself. Mm. According um, to Magic Mike, it can either ruin your life yeah. or it's just... Well, depending just on which fun. movie you watch, yeah. it's either a fucking great time or it'll ruin your life forever. Yeah, exactly. So this is my vocal survey monkey out to your audience. <laughs> Take a bottle of wine and a handful of <laughs> a MDMA. Handful of one bottle of wine. One so one bottle of wine, but a handful of MDMA. Here's the recipe. 
a bottle of wine, yep. a fistful of MDMA, <laughs> cut or in... Shelf it? Pe- yeah, shelf it like a teacup pig. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us whether you feel like your Magic Mike won. That's a good recommendation. Yeah, good recommendation. No, you're welcome. Good recommendation. And thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, 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 the views of Campbell do not reflect the views of Audrey Like Franchise without it. My views are my own. <laughs> um, cool. Well, that was a, a hilarious and d- divisive episode. And um, Cal, I hope we can be friends again one day. <laughs> say no to uh, rape. <laughs> say, no, say no to rape, but mean yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, guys. Why do they be like fun? I'm not saying that rape is fun. Bloodlines. <laughs> you sound like bloodlines again. Um, so we'll wrap it up there. But before we do, I'm going to tell you what we're watching next time. Uh, when uh, Cole will be back, Camp, thank you for joining us. No, thank it's you. It's been a pleasure. Cole will be back next time. Uh, we're watching a franchise, Cal, that you and I kind of have a connection to a little bit. Ooh. We're going to watch... All four Can psycho movies. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Are there four? There's, so there's, there's more than that. There's, there's a couple of like TV movies and like TV show pilots, but I thought we'd go with the four main ones. Are you yeah. doing the reboots as well? No, skipping the reboot. Okay, maybe just the reboot. sequels. No. Should we give a little bit of history as to why that we Well, maybe we'll do that. We'll do that in the next one. All right. When we're actually talking about it. Okay. Let's do it. Are you doing Bates yeah. Motel? Bates Hotel, Bates. Bates Motel. That, no, no, you're not. Doing no, it. but but the third movie was. That's so like a masturbation hotel that you can go to, right? Judged by the cow. Technically, that's any technically any hotel, that's any hotel, any hotel, cow. any hotel, cow's bathroom, wherever, <laughs> and jerk off wherever you want. <laughs> well, you can't because like, <laughs> <laughs> I found that out yesterday. <laughs> anyway, is that a challenge? Story. This is a Bates Hotel. <laughs> 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 Alright, well on that note, thanks for listening to Would You Like Franchise with that. <laughs> I've been Jack, I've been joined by Cal and Cam, uh, and as always, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bam, 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 b